Greetings from St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, here in the very heart of the City of London. We're delighted that you're tuning in to this podcast. St Bride's is one of the most famous and historic churches in London. Behind me, just over that wall, you can still see the remains of a Roman pavement dating back to around 180 AD. And there's been a church on this site since the 6th century. So it's a privilege for us to be keeping alive that tradition and the message of Christ's love for all here today. Do please leave a comment or a like and tell us where you're listening from. It's always a great pleasure to hear from you. And if you would like to donate to help support these online services, you'll find details in the accompanying text. And now may the light and peace of Christ be with us all as our worship begins. to St Bride's to our service of choral evensong on this, the 11th Sunday after Trinity, which is also the feast of the Blessed Virgin Mary. 
Wherever you are in the world, and however you're listening to us, we hope that you will feel that you are very much part of the St Bride's family. Beloved, we are come together in the presence of Almighty God and of the whole company of heaven to offer unto him, through our Lord Jesus Christ, our worship and praise and thanksgiving, to make confession of our sins, to pray as well for others as for ourselves, that we may know more truly the greatness of God's love and show forth in our lives the fruits of his grace, and to ask on behalf of all men such things as their well-being doth require. Wherefore, let us kneel now and humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Let us pray. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou them, O God, which confess their faults. Restore thou them that are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. May the Almighty and merciful Lord grant unto you pardon and remission of all your sins, time for amendment of life, and the grace and comfort of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
The Old Testament lesson is written in the Song of Solomon, chapter 2, beginning at the first verse. I am the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valleys. As the lily among thorns, so is my love among the daughters. As the apple tree among the trees of the wood, so is my beloved among the sons. I sat down under his shadow with great delight, and his fruit was sweet to my taste. He brought me to the banqueting house, and his banner over me was love. Stay me with flagons, comfort me with apples, for I am sick of love. His left hand is under my head, and his right hand doth embrace me. I charge you, O ye daughters of Jerusalem, by the rose and by the hinds of the field, that ye stir not up, nor awake my love till he please. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God.
The New Testament lesson is written in the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1, beginning at the sixth verse. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. But ye shall receive power, after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Then returned they to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem a Sabbath day's journey. And when they were come in, they went up into an upper room, where abode both Peter and James, and John and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon Zelotes, and Judas the brother of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication, with the women, and Mary the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. Almighty God, who didst look upon the lowliness of the Blessed Virgin Mary 
and didst choose her to be the mother of thy only Son. Grant that we who are redeemed by his blood may share with her in the glory of thine eternal kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Amen. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.
May I speak in the name of the living God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. In his recent book, Looking East in Winter, Rowan Williams, former Archbishop of Canterbury, looks to the Eastern Orthodox traditions for insights to help understand and respond to what he refers to as our contemporary crisis of imagination and hope. As we remember today the Blessed Virgin Mary, I would like to share with you some thoughts about her significance that I found to be engaging. What he outlines is the way in which some Eastern theologians have drawn a distinction between Christ's suffering, the suffering of the cross, and Mary's suffering, the suffering of the sword. The distinction that is being made here is between accepted suffering, such as we see in Christ's acceptance of the cross, and unavoidable involvement, involvement in suffering, such as Mary was forced to endure. Mary consented to God's plan for her at the Annunciation, of course, and the risk that inevitably involved, trusting in God's faithfulness, but she could have no sense of the sword that was to pierce her heart, as Simeon phrased it in his prophecy at the presentation of the temple. The implication those Eastern theologians suggest is that the Christian call is informed both by our understanding of Christ, in that we are called to take up our cross and to be prepared to accept suffering in serving God's purpose in the world, but also by our understanding of Mary, recognising that love of neighbour involves an inevitable sharing in others' pain and tragedy. I certainly found the idea compelling, a helpful way to think about Mary and her significance. It prompted a recognition of one of the ways in which I have often over the years found myself being brought up short in the Christian life and through which I have been schooled, namely through recognition of the ways in which some people are more open to the suffering of others. Sometimes our indifference to others is immediately obvious, of course, such as when we're directly faced with people in need as we go about our business. The more common modern indifference, though, is to suffering elsewhere, in other communities, in other nations that we hear of indirectly. The Christian life involves an openness to others and an acceptance that we are all God's children. The more that we are channels of God's love, the more that we identify with our brothers and sisters, and that involves unavoidable pain. This has been referred to as the terrible aspect of the second commandment, to love our neighbour as ourselves. The words of Jean Varnier describe why we should not simply turn away. He writes of Mary standing at the cross. Mary does not weep because she has lost a son. The whole attitude of Mary is to be there beside her beloved son, 
humiliated, excluded, a failure and suffering. She is there with all her being, all her love to sustain him and to help him and be with him. Jesus is in a radical and total state of vulnerability and Mary says, I am with you, I trust you. It is as if Mary represents all of humanity in front of Jesus who came to love and save all of humanity. Her presence says, I am with you and I love you. Mary is standing. She is a woman who sustains, consoles and strengthens in some way saying, I offer myself to the Father with you, in you and for you and for the salvation of the world. To finish, I will share a poem from Nicholas Slee, a theologian with a particular focus on women's experience. It's entitled Prayer to Mary, and it turns our attention in a more devotional direction. She writes, When we stand in the place of death and loss, Mary stand with us and teach us how to endure. When we stand in a place of powerlessness, unable to act, Mary, stand with us and teach us how to hold fast. When we stand in a place of separation, Mary, stand with us and teach us how to let go releasing ourselves and all for whom we yearn into the mystery of divine love so that we may become ready to move on into the new community of love where God's Spirit calls. Amen.
Let us pray. Saviour of the world, be present in all places of suffering, violence and pain, and bring hope even in the darkest night. Inspire us to continue your work of reconciliation today. We pray for those nations where there is war and violence. We remember, especially at this time, the leaders and people of Afghanistan. And we pray for journalists around the world and especially those who find themselves in harm's way in the course of their duties. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. Lord of the Church, empower by your Spirit all Christian people and the work of your Church in every land. We pray especially for Alison, our rector, for Sarah, our bishop, and for Justin and Stephen, our archbishops. Also today, we pray for the Church of the Province of Southern Africa and for Thabo Makuba, Archbishop of Cape Town. Also for the church in Aarhus in Denmark and for its bishop Henrik Wig Poulsen. In our own diocese we pray for the Barnet Deanery Synod and for its lay chairman and treasurers. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. Shepherd and guardian of our souls, guide and enable all who lead and serve this community and those on whom we depend for our daily needs. Grant that we may seek the peace and welfare of this place. We pray for our Queen and government and for the leaders of the nations Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. Great Physician, stretch out your hand to bring comfort, wholeness and peace to all who suffer in body, mind or spirit. We remember especially those in our parish community in this city and around the world who are in need and any others known to us. Fill us with compassion that we may be channels of your healing love. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. Conqueror of death, remember for good those whom we love but see no longer. We pray for the recently departed and for those whose year's mind comes at this time. Rest eternal grant unto them, O Lord, and let light perpetual shine upon them. 
Help us to live this day in the sure and certain hope of your eternal victory. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. Let us commend ourselves and all for whom we pray to the mercy and protection of God. Merciful Father, accept, accept these, these prayers, prayers for the, for the sake, sake of thy Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Amen. Peace of God, which passeth all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God, and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always. <laughs>